Hey, how about those trees? Uh, yo, f- yo, soy fiesta. Gone <laughs> crazy, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. For the city, for the squad. Gone crazy, dog. Just like Brady, dog. Like I'm Brady, dog. I'm the GOAT. Rock a show to the Brady song. Who gon' get it done? Who gon' get it done? Welcome back to the final episode of Yosef Fiesta in the football season. Um, it is on to 2020, another year We've been over. on to 2020 for like a month now. Yeah, well, of everyone is now on to 2020. Everybody is on the same page. Everybody's looking at the draft. Um, so we're fresh off another Super Bowl the day after, the, uh, the Monday who, after. Who won? Uh, I don't. I don't even remember. It's. I, I didn't, forgot. I about didn't it. even watch the game. I didn't know. Yeah. Did, did the, did the I didn't even know the game was on. I was too busy no, watching I, the NBA. I, I turned in at the last just for Mass Singer. I was trying to get on that. There was something mm, going on yeah. right before it. Uh, anyways, um, I think the the only fair place to start is the the. I think the way the game did start, and that's with the scoreboard. We got to <laughs> talk about the scoreboard. At great scoreboard. Fox, we yeah. There's there. I don't think I've seen enough takes about the scoreboard, but there needs to be some takes on this. So did we like it? Do we hate it? Is is Fox out of their mind? Was it too like was it too gimmicky or flashy? What do we think? The touchdown thing with the anime characters was <laughs> yeah. way too gimmicky. Really bad. It covered, and they like, didn't even have one for screen. Kyle Usechek. That was awesome. Yeah, Usechek not having one and it was just like the 49ers logo was pretty sad. Yeah. Um but I feel like it was somewhat cool. I feel like they're trying to be too NBC ish, like introduce a new. See, new I didn't logo. like the NBC logo. I've, for... I've I've grown on it. Like, it's, like it's I feel fine like it's cool. now. It's I know right. people like hate changes. Like when NBC did the Green Zone, and people lost their minds. But now you don't even really notice it. It's not like that big of a deal. But like, I just the issue I have with it is like, I like the condensedness of it, but the play clock and the actual time are like they just the entire time I was like. Wait, there's 23 seconds left in this quarter. Oh, that's the play clock. Like <laughs> I just kept doing that with the play clock. I don't know. Um, I don't like the stats. I think that's just like I'm playing Madden. Like sitting there, that's going to be a dangerous game to play because when you make stats that accept, like if you have, if you know someone's stats, like you had to go look it up on like your sports app or whatever. But now that we can see a completion percentage on the bottom of the screen, that's going to offer some takes for uh, for some people. You know what I'm saying? People are going to be able to really dig into that Brady completion percentage. Ever since 2016, Fox has ran three separate scoreboard things. Yeah, they, they have really the, just uh, need to the boxes one. in the corner. The they box the really the long vertical one, one or the horizontal one. The like one that was just like very simple. We, we all, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was like this year, and then just all of a sudden, at the what would be hilarious is that they just didn't didn't change the scoreboard i didn't mind the scoreboard to be honest it'll grow on me but like initially i was like what are we doing like this is not the fox i know i didn't even notice it at first until someone said something uh the uh the touchdown thing i thought was kind of cool at first but it's a little big it took up yeah it took up like the entire screen so i'm like "Eh, it's a little little much but the actual scoreboard i actually like it as graphics wise as as a deep graphics conversation we're having here. Um, hey, I'm a graphic designer. Bef- yeah. <laughs> the, the beforehand, the NFL 100 thing they were doing that like the, on the, you know, like when they do like the, on the field graphic thing that like they, yeah, basically they animated. went to NBC ish. That yeah, was, yeah, exactly. Other than that was about, is that's like the NBC Sunday night football when they do like the two starting quarterbacks on the middle of the field. Yeah. Grant, check Fox, my DM to you. Fox was really trying hard on the, um, the graphic. So, okay. do we want to talk about the actual game? Yes. Um, I, wait, wait, do we? Yeah. Grant, let's, let's, uh, you ha- you can have the floor. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's had the floor for the entire time. That's true. But it's, it's his Niners, so it is. It oh, is. Wow. All right. So, the the season long gag or bit, whatever, with the Niners is finally over. Um, it ended in a way that I would have probably thought it was going to. I just thought it would end with well, Patriots you were right. on the other end. I was right. Reluctantly, it would have been, it would have been nice to, uh, to see 
the Niners win the Super Bowl in the circumstances we had. Ethan sent a text halfway through the game that said, can we all just like take a moment to realize that Grant saw the four and 12 Niners as a 13 win team and they're 10 minutes away from a Super Bowl victory. And then the rest is history. They're not a Super Bowl champion, but Super Bowl champion or Super Bowl runner up. I was 100,000% correct about how good the Niners would be. They were minutes from being a Super Bowl champion. Um, I, I, I don't know. What's the opposite of a curse? A blessing? I have a blessing that I can give teams that puts them in the playoffs. So I, can, I, I will be a free agent. And if okay, someone would like to woo, woo me to their team to put the, the, the blessing on. Just go I wherever will, Tom Brady goes. Well, hopefully. Wait, I should make my blessing. New- no, okay. All right. Speaking anyway, of this. That's my speaking, Niners. Speaking quickly on the Brady leaving thing, the, the top two teams other than the Patriots that are supposedly trying to get him are Las Vegas and the Chargers. Do we really think that Brady will want to go to a division where you have to play Mahomes twice in the regular season? Like, no. That's not something that he would want to do. Or anyone, for that matter. And so that basically takes him out of the equation. I think he's staying. I have Brady commercial, which you can expand more on that in the. Uh, that yeah, should be the intro. The that should half be the of... intro part. Yeah, it's finished. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So I, other other things on the yeah. game. I mean, it's not the Patriots. So it was kind of boring. Um, I felt like it, I felt like this. It was the that Super Bowl was kind of an epitome of like the whole season, where it was like it had its moments, but in the end, it was just over, and it was a double digit lead. And it was a, a double-digit victory for the winning team, which felt like what every playoff game was. It just felt like it was kind of close, close, and then just over. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think it, it had its moments of excitement and, like, stand up and, oh, my God, this is a huge play. But <laughs> I felt kind of disinterested with it. I don't know. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't as many fireworks as I thought there would be. Like, I thought it would be more of, like, a shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't exactly like that. It was pretty close throughout the entire game. And Patrick Mahomes won MVP, but I didn't think he had a great game. Uh, I think Jimmy G overall had the better game, but Patrick Mahomes was, made the plays when he needed to, and he, he was more clutch. Jimmy G wasn't so much. So Yeah. I and think neither, neither was Kyle Shanahan. Right. I mean, that's – I think what's crazy about Jimmy G is that the Jimmy G narrative was, like, banking on that, that drive that they – they got after the Chiefs took the lead. No, I took the lead. The drive when they, they got the before interception they, before. Yes, basically before they gave it back to the Chiefs to score, um, to for the Chiefs to get their go-ahead touchdown. If if they if they can run the clock out there, Jimmy G is going to win Super Bowl MVP, and that the whole thing is going to change. To it wasn't a bad game. He's not to blame. It was really what came down to it for the people that are trashing on him or whatever it may be was a few plays there at the end of the game. His interception was pretty bad, but like what the thing his that first, broke it for him was awful. And it, it just shows you what a Super Bowl does. Losing a Super Bowl, the world the world will come down on you. Win it, you're untouchable. So it, it he made it or break it in that last mm-hmm. drive and it, he broke it. So yeah, But I, I, I okay. defending Jimmy Garoppolo for that, it's his first career Super Bowl and he played Third. first career Super Bowl that he played in. And relatively speaking, he played very well. Um, and I, I like usually making the Super Bowl is like a good accomplishment. And he's getting crucified for not playing well when the year before Jared Goff was the, in the same situation where it was, he was his first career Super Bowl and he didn't play well and had an ugly interception. And I didn't see him getting as crucified as, as much as Garoppolo did. And Garoppolo played just as good, as, if not better, than Jerry Goff. Well, what I, well I, think, I think people went after Goff pretty good, that how the Patriots were, probably, were most likely going to like trick him into an easy pick or something like that. Like, I feel like Which they, that Gilmore interception was. Yeah, Wasn't that like, the game that Belichick said, like, he's just, no, I, he, was like, he's, he wants to throw us one. Yeah, he, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I think uh, Goff got a, Good amount of hate because they everyone kind of assumed he would crack and he did. Jimmy, like people, the question is who is more to blame, Kyle Shanahan or Jimmy G? I think it's Kyle both. Shanahan. I think, I think it's Kyle both. Shanahan. 
I don't, it's I everyone. It was just a bad team performance. The, honestly, yeah, I, I don't even want to put blame on people because I don't want to even get like it's not the twenty to three thing where you can say like what a collapse. Like that was the Chiefs' offense bullish, all year. Yeah. That was what that was what they were. What, honestly, that was everyone's fault. The offense should have picked up a couple first downs. The Richard Sherman should have been able to make a couple stops. He got burnt by Sammy Watkins. That was unacceptable. That shouldn't happen. Terrell uh, Revis would never. Tyreek Hill was getting wide open in the middle of the field when he was getting closed up a lot of the game. Like there was just moments that being plays that shouldn't have happened. So it's on the defense. It's on the offense. Uh, even on the special teams, there was a nice return. It's all three phases. Everyone had a, a role to play in it. I don't think it's like the same as Kyle Shanahan. Like when people talk about 28 to three, that's Kyle Shanahan. Like it, there was no need to be doing whatever, like run the ball, run the ball, kick it, go up, go up 11 points yeah. instead of eight. That's, that's more Kyle Shanahan. This was just the whole team. The whole team just took a, a hit, and it's kind of unstoppable because that's what the Chiefs were all season. Going and- off of what Jacob said, um, what is it? He like he put equal blame on both Garoppolo and Shanahan, and twenty eight to three was a hundred percent Shanahan's fault. Like Shanahan, well, not a hundred percent. I say Dan Quinn I mean, gets a good amount of that blame too. You can give it to Dan. Majority- Quinn. How about how Shanahan uh, is the one considerably considerably getting the most? The dude hate that held Chris Long. I can't think of his name. I don't Jake Matthews. Matthews? Yeah. Jake Matthews. Um, but like Kyle Shanahan did not have good play calling in the fourth quarter of this game. And Jimmy Garoppolo, when the play was passing on a second and five when the clock, he could not make the throws that he needed to make to win the game. So it was just entirely like Nick Bosa, I think, would have won M- Nick Bosa would have won MVP if they ended up winning the game. Uh, I, I, don't know about, I don't know about that. But but Jimmy G, like wh- you have one thing I don't guess, I, he almost like because you know how some good quarterbacks will like focus too much on like their like best player or so, or their best receiver. This Jimmy G didn't look at George Kittle like at all, Kittle, dude. Like, Kittle yeah. was huge. You so have the angry. second, you have the second like coming single, to Brock. Every incompletion, yeah. but I thought that was like, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, seriously, you have the second coming of, of Gronk. Yeah, on, and he was open a number of times underneath, uh, down the field, and Jimmy just didn't even look at it. Uh, and the play that did it in was when he had that insanely Gronk esque catch right before the half. Oh, the, the pi or and then it was like a push off. That was it, that really was so like um, poetic of how those the like the, the tight end the way that the way that tight ends are called is see that was an offensive pass interference. But then on Kittle in the end zone was a defensive pass interference. The receiver tight ends will always get the bump. The tight ends that are big and physical will not get the bump. I think. Thinking, I think yeah, go sorry. ahead. Uh, I think it's just like the, the NFL is inconsistent in how they call the play. Because look at Mason, look at the Mason Rudolph. That's, ex- that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, the Mason Rudolph play. Like that was the same thing, but they didn't call that. But like in when in rea- reality. Wait, both wait, plays wait, wait, wait. Both plays should have been BIs. Remember in the the Saints yeah, Vikings game. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Wait, no. What's his name? Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. My bad. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. The, that was the, more of a PI than, than yesterday. On than yesterday. But it doesn't even feel like yesterday. It feels like a yeah, few days ago. Like that's that's how much like the <laughs> I'm telling you the guys. Super Bowl like doesn't even care. It's like it it's doesn't even register not in my a memorable head. one. It's gonna be. It's exactly like the Blue Super Bowl Cup last year. You're gonna it's look like Super back Bowl fifty, and you're gonna be like, "Oh God, who was? What year was that that the Chiefs won? Uh, uh, did they? Oh yeah, they did. Oh right, it was the night. Like unless they string together like three or four, even like two or three. Wasn't uh, there? Um, didn't someone quote on the Chiefs saying, "Oh, this is where our dynasty starts," or whatever? That was Kelsey. Who was else? That Kelsey. The first no, that was Chris that came, Jones. That was Chris Jones. It was, I think uh, it was Chris, no, that was it was Travis Kelsey. I think it, it was. was I, I don't know. It was Whatever. one of them. It could have been both. The first, that first thing that came to my mind was the sports are Philly tweet saying Brady retirement. Yes, rumors, yes. Gronk retirement trade rumors. We ended Deion up. Lewis to Tennessee. Malcolm Butler to Tennessee. Nate Silver to New York. Danny Amendola to Miami. Matt Patricia to Detroit. The Philadelphia Eagles ended the Patriots dynasty. You're welcome, NFL. The Patriots proceeded to win the division the next two seasons and win the Super Bowl. And the Eagles got bounced in the second round. Yeah. In the divisional. Uh, 
it, and they shouldn't have Kelsey, even gotten there in the first place. Kelsey said the dynasty is just starting, baby. That was his quote. So maybe Chris Jones did too. We get this every just, year. We get this every Frank year. Frank Clark would say it. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, every time a team that's not the Patriots wins the Super Bowl, it's like, is this the next dynasty? But like, it's never going to happen. I think but, the, bro, like, I, I think there's, there's literally been one dynasty. There's been two because they're both Patriots. But like, people, the, the closest thing that the NFL has had was the Seahawks. Yeah. I mean, and they lasted what, like five years? Two. Well, I'm talking about like not Super Bowl wise, but like, oh, I mean, they're still contenders. They, they were contenders. Yeah, like with the Chiefs, I think they're gonna be they, since they have the quarterback, they'll be good for a while. But I don't think they're gonna be a dynasty. But this is, they'll be in the playoffs almost every year. It's kind of like how is, Peyton Manning was. Like, yeah, like they they put up good uh, good stats the regular season and they, they contend in the playoffs, but they never like really get there. The NFL. The one problem I have with the NFL is just everyone's like, in, if you remember in 2010. Aaron Rodgers was hailed as like, oh, the next big thing because he won the Super Bowl. And then a mm-hmm. few years pass. And then, oh, 2015 and the 15-1 and one unstoppable Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton win- wins MVP. The next Michael Vick. They proceed to Don't lose worry. very badly in the Super Bowl. Then a few years later, everyone's like, oh, no. How can everyone stop this high fl- uh, high-flying Falcons offense? They proceed to lose 28-3. Uh, they're blow a 28-3 lead, and then now they're just completely going downhill. And then, oh, wait. Uh, Falcons next year. Watch for them. 50 touchdowns in a year for Mahomes. Oh, this is the the next. This is the future. And then he proceeds to get bounced by the Patriots again. And then, oh, Lamar Jackson, who can stop him? And then, of course, he gets bounced. And you haven't heard a word from Lamar Jackson or about Lamar Jackson ever since he got eliminated from the playoffs, except for when he got announced as MVP. Other than that. (laughs) No one's even because everyone was like Lamar Jackson's the face of the league, the best player in the league. Oh my well, god! It, blah, blah, it blah. shows you how quick that the tides will turn in the league. One hundred percent. And people are like, like, "Oh, Mahomes had the best game in NFL like history last last night with two touchdowns, two picks, and two hundred and eighty six yards." Uh, when Brady it was Orlovsky, right? That said that yeah, it was Dan Orlovsky. Well, he and no, Brady no, no. throws to for be over five hundred yards in a his, season. No, no, no. He, he was saying that was Mahomes' personal best, which is still incorrect. He's had a better game against the Niners in his career than he did last yeah, that night. Was just, that was just not – he did not have a great game. But that's the thing that should scare you the most, that even though he didn't have a great game, he still won the game. Like, if he was – I don't at, know if it scares me. Like, if he, if he was no at one was, full strength, that, like, if he had his best game, then that wouldn't you know what? Fun. You know what doesn't scare me about that? The past two times the Patriots have beaten the Chiefs, Mahomes did the same exact thing. Right? They started off slow. Mahomes had that ugly pick to Dante Hightower last year uh-huh. in like week five. Um, and then he got hot and just kept hitting Kelsey or not Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill got three touchdowns in the game. And then the Tom Brady led them on a game winning drive and they won the game. Also, same with the playoffs last year. They started off slow. They were down like, what is it, like 14 nothing at half. And then he, he turned on the Jets. And then the Patriots, if he won't be able to do this against the Patriots or. The Patriots. It's, it's not like I, I don't. It's fine. Like, well, Mahomes is gonna be good for a long time. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it's like I've always said it is surviving a Super Bowl is really, really hard to do, and that's why the Patriots are dynasties because they're able to replace guys. Because once you win a Super Bowl and you can sign Super Bowl champion under your autograph, your price goes up. So like these guys coming from the Chiefs, well, like Tyron Matthew will have a big contract. Like, because he's now a Super Bowl champion, whether he can prove it or not, we'll get a big contract. Can they replace, like, what is their marking as the heart and soul of their defense? I don't know. Frank Clark, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that are going to get paid. Can they replace them? It'll be interesting to see because... Especially if they're paying Mahomes $40 million a year. Yeah. The Broncos, the Broncos certainly weren't able to in 2015. The, um, the, the Eagles Seahawks. definitely couldn't in Seahawks 2017. I mean, the Seahawks have been close, but like Seahawks, they they, they blew it up because everyone hated each other. But yeah, yeah I mean, they kept uh, flipping off the head coach. Yeah, uh, they, the Chiefs seem to have it figured out on offense for the most part. I mean, yeah, they do have to pay some players, but even like if they don't, they can't hang on to Tyreek Hill. They have Hardman to replace him. Like I will say, like yeah, like the, the silver lining is that based off what we see now, is that it looks like Mahomes can work with just about anybody. Uh, Andy Reid is an incredible like, schemer, right? QB whisperer as far as QB. Oh, if we could like mention too, like Andy Reid, like if there's if there is someone to be happy for, and like 
Tyreek Hill, obviously, like, notable scumbag. And we just, as Patriots fans, don't like Travis Kelsey, whether he's, like, a good dude or not. A lot of people hate Mahomes. A lot of people hate Frank Clark. Andy Reid is so unhateable. And he deserves every single bit of the Super Bowl for how great of a coaching career he's had. Um, I hope people throw him in that, like, not GOAT conversation, but, like, recognize how great of a career he's had and just how much of an absolute football genius he is because it's finally paid off. He, he deserved a buffet of cheeseburgers after that. Yeah. Game. His quote about, he's like, I didn't spend the night with my. Yeah, with, with the trophy, my trophy. That's wife. golden. All right. Stay golden, pony boy. Go next to the halftime show. Yes. Okay. I, the only thoughts I really have of it is that the best part of that halftime show was them shaking their asses, but that's about it. Well, I mean, that's, so that's oh, like, going guys, straight, you guys right, can have straight into it. That's, uh, well, hold on. I got to get the Mike, Mike Wilbon tweet from. <laughs> I mean, that was, that, was, that was so funny. That was so, so funny. I, the girls being like, I don't know why, but like every guy <laughs> really likes this halftime show. Like, yeah, really weird. Um, Mike Wilbon, here we go, said, best Super Bowl halftime show ever by far. And I'm a Prince fanatic, but this is unqualled. Lordy. Lordy. <laughs> what about the Pete Blackburn tweet? And if yeah, NFL, my son, my the, son uh, just pumped a hole in, into our sectional couch. I hope you were happy. Wait, is that real? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> I thought that was a fake tweet. No, that's real. That's one hundred percent real. Yeah. Uh. That. I mean. Yeah. That's the. All right. I have. I have a funny like parallel, and I don't know if I told you guys about this pre- previously, but so it's it's just funny how this works. And so last year, as you know, Maroon Five was the halftime show. And Adam Levine got railed and memed for like three months after the show for taking his shirt off. Everyone was just like, "Yeah, it's because what it's a weirdo! Levine. He took his shirt off, like Adam whatever." Levine is Jackson Holmes esque. And then so so <laughs> then we got we got Rihanna, not Rihanna, uh, Shakira and J Lo out here like in front of children, taking it, it, it for dollars, right? <laughs> and everyone's just like, "Yup!" Like well, I, like. All that aside, it's like where's the where's the meeting here? It's like last year we got everyone was like it got two. It was like my my kids are watching this. We can't have Adam like walking around shirtless. This year it's like the kids are on the stage with him. <laughs> the kids watch them shake their ass at the TV. That was weird. Or stick weird. their tongue out at them. Whatever the hell that was all about. I miss that. I like yeah. That was also I feel like that halftime show was like thirty minutes long. I know like I know Maroon Five got a twelve minute set. I feel like uh, Shakira and J Lo each got twelve minutes. I don't. I don't know. I fe- it felt like fifteen minutes. Did any they, you guys catch the fact that they had Zeppelin do one guitar rift at the beginning of the game? Yes, I, I, I missed that. Things, I actually missed that. They had Led Zeppelin do one guitar riff from I think it was Cashmere, and I was yeah. like, "Hold up, is this?" I Led love Cashmere. Zeppelin? And then it's such a good song. And then they just like disappeared. I might have and to look I heard that. that. I was like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. it's either Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd. I'm like, I don't really listen to Pink Floyd, so it has to be Led Zeppelin. I'm like, but, but I did catch they... the rift at the beginning. That I was like, this is. I'm familiar. like, but why? But why are they here? And then I go, <laughs> but but where did they go? It feels like with the Super Bowl halftime show, they always get an artist that is like about four to five years past like their prime. And that J Lo and Shakira are both past their prime, right? Like four to five years, like. Like Hips Don't Lie was obviously early 2000s. The last hit from JLo I can think of was Get On the Floor. Oh, and while we're on the topic of this, the the fact that we just did a Super Bowl in Miami, Florida, and Mr. Worldwide himself was uh-huh. not involved in any way is insane. Dude, I don't I, know where I got I that. I could have bet. From. I would have bet my entire life yeah. savings that he. I swear to God, I saw a report that said like Pitbulls in the halftime show. Not like, like Jay Balvin or Bad I Bunny. Was, I was just waiting. For, for that like to happen, I was just waiting for Mr. Worldwide to come out and set the stage on fire. Yeah, the amount of hits that Pitbull has, I mean, look by sales, by records, whatever. If you like collect, this is how this is how you know hits. The total number of Shakira and J Lo songs we can name, I'd say, is like five total on a good day, right? Waka Waka. No. Okay, Waka Waka. That's the Africa Hips song, don't right? lie. Hips, Hips don't, don't lie. lie. Uh, get on the floor. J Lo. Yeah. With Which Pitbull, is also a Pitbull song. With Pitbull. And then I would say the 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 Jenny the Jenny on the blocks, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that that's the four that I could name collectively between them. And then Pitbull. Pitbull, you've got Fireball. Fireball. Which is that would have lit 
Like if they had Dude, fire going around, that would have been so unbelievable. Uh, the that would have been song so that's like hotel, motel, holiday. Oh, I know that song. I know that yeah. song. I know Banger. hotel room service. Or, or because I mean, if we want to even count this as a pitbull song, but like timber, timber, definitely a pitbull song. That song, bop. Uh, what, a, what, a, like that? If they had fireball, oh, what's the Time of our lives. That whole album where it's like his head is the earth. Globalization. That's Global, what it's yeah. called. Uh, fun. Uh, fun with Chris Brown. Time of our lives. Fireball. International um, love. The dude just international has like love. a billion hits. Like he best could, of Pitbull. Timber. Has, I I know you want me. Uh, <laughs> DJ got us fallen in love. Give oh, me everything. That's Pitbull. Yeah, I like it with Enrique Iglesias. DJ God and Fallen into Love is Pitbull and Usher. Oh, did you, speaking of I like it, did you notice the like they, they did, had it? Yeah, they they, they played like because one they've been trying to get Cardi B, B to do like, the Super Bowl halftime B show B and she keeps declining it. it? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. he did the um Back in Time for the Men in Black movie. Yep. Feel this moment. Oh, with don't the stop the part. Don't stop the party. Christina Aguilera, that's who's in Get it started with Shakira. Rabiosa, which I've never heard of, but is also featuring Shakira. Greenlight. Greenlight with Flo Rida and uh, Lunch Money Lewis. The Super Bowl is in Florida next year. Like, let's just... Can can Tampa Tampa Bay... I mean, because there's no... I've already done the... There's no Tampa Bay artists. Like, that doesn't exist. It's going to be something like Imagine... Can we just do... Actually, my way too early Super Bowl... Kanye West. No way. he would. Post Malone. Post Malone. I think it's. I think Post Malone's too relevant. It's gonna be Imagine Dragons. They'll throw like Lizzo in there. Oh my god! I really I promise you. I promise you. Stage dives. I I promise you. (laughs) She's so prone to be like the the runner up act for next year's. And then oh, this is what she's gonna do. She's gonna be like, oh my god, look how much attention J Lo and um Shakira got for twerking. Now I'm gonna twerk. Oh my god, I wouldn't hate Imagine Dragons. I, they, they're like they 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 uh did the, the college halftime one uh as someone who doesn't really love mad dragons they're just they always try to do like a family or like they're not gonna do kanye he's too controversial they're not gonna do um they should just do kendrick and j cole ah they wouldn't do it they, they, if you need well, a rapper did travis scott that, well, yeah you, you need a rapper one person like big, like big boy or um, right outcast like, Outcast, like something that Outcast would be it's, such a good one. Well, they did. But, See, they're not going to get Andre three thousand to do it with yeah, Big Boy. So, with, um, but they yeah. did do "I Like the Way You Move" by Outcast last year, which was amazing with Adam Levine singing the chorus. So, like, they get um, what is it? Um, oh fuck, what's it called? A Lonely Island. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Justin Bieber. I feel like it's weird. Nah, I feel like he's way too well. Perfect. Yeah, he's out of his prime. Right, it's four. That's what I'm saying. It's four years out of their prime. Like radioactive was hit in 2014. Like we're post we're, Malone. Post Malone. He's too America. relevant. He's he's gonna be like one of those side pieces. No, if Post Malone does it, he's number one. Or you know what they might do? Since Post Malone always or does Selena like, Gomez. Uh, not big enough. Oh my god! If they did Taylor Swift. Taylor, but here's the thing: is Taylor Swift's sponsored by Coke? She's like you know she's like the Diet Coke girl. Oh yeah, and it's, and it's Pepsi. A Pepsi half, yeah, so Taylor. See, but Taylor, she. Taylor could have been every halftime show. The amount of hits that she has, and oh, I think that Rihanna. I don't know if she's ever done it. That's one. That's Rihanna right. and Drake. They might have Drake do it. Bro, Drake. Yeah, that that actually be a good one. Like I'd like that. Metallica. Metallica. Dude, no one's going okay, to so, have Metallica. Out of all the rock bands that, that they could get on, they would definitely do Metallica. How about this? Everybody. Uh, Metallica. They Everybody. always they always do Post Malone with like a rock group, like like. Um, so what about um, Post Malone Steven and Steven Tyler? Post Malone, Aerosmith, yeah, bring in right. Aerosmith, exactly. Like, would that not be something? Yeah, that seems like that. All right, well, that was are, all are of our really predictions. Are we really no- ignoring AB for the, the half greatest show? rapper alive? Oh, AB's yeah, gonna just... rap and then fight Logan Paul. Logan, Logan Paul, oh, he needs to wear like the, the Britney Spears mic while he fights Logan Paul and raps it. <laughs> I, it's not like he has lines to memorize. He just has to say a whole lot of money. He has a new song called Andrew Luck. Which is such a weird song. Like, CT, bro. Like, 
He has CT. CT, bros. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, now, what are you guys' thoughts on the Brady commercial? That okay, so did anyone actually get like got by that? I almost did. Like I when you were watching it, were you like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Yeah, yeah, was coming. We yeah, all knew commercial was coming. I was but sitting Ethan, there, and once he started, like it started playing, I yelled, "Everybody, shut up!" And everyone was, shut up. Yeah. And I watched it, and my face was—it went from mouth wide open to mouth Ooh. further wide open. To, and then yeah. it like slowly got into this to this smile, laugh. Try, I'm pissed off that it's a Hulu ad, and that was always a hundred percent going to be an ad. I thought there was 100%, no 100%. no shot that he like that. The only athlete that I know that if they were going to seriously make an announcement about their retirement would be LeBron. That would make a commercial to overshadow the Super Bowl or whatever, the NBA final. Like, he was the only guy that would do that. TV12 Vern- has so, like, such a good... Vernon Davis didn't make a commercial. Well, it was kind of a commercial. It was the thing... No one, with, it was a thing Vernon with Davis isn't the greatest NFL player of all time. Well, yeah, I if, know. Right, if Vernon right. retired, every, every new... CNN, the world would stop turning. Every site is posting about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, like, when I was watching... The, I was actually talking to my dad, like, mi- a minute beforehand. Like, yeah, I can't... I don't want to go get up and use the bathroom or anything because I want to see the commercial. And then a minute later, the commercial came on. And But my heart kind of sank when, like, he said, you should hear it from me. Uh, that, okay, so it, immediately but then, it then, started, it went to Hulu, then it went to Hulu, and then I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. I, I picked up it was an ad when he started being serious. when he Because, like, the only thing that I could think of or something, I knew it was going to be some kind of, like, funny joke because the way he – um the way he was promoted, like, I don't want to give yeah, too I much away. The I fans had... will like it. Like, obviously it wasn't like he retiring, but yeah. when he was like, they say the best, know when to call it quits or whatever. I was like, Oh, thank God. It's just a joke. Cause any like Brady, if he's going to retire, he wouldn't do it like that. Like that is, was way too serious for him. But I mean, that was the highlight of the night was that commercial. That was so funny. And then same with the Belichick rings. Bel- Belichick throwing up the double rings. Was, that was, that was such cool. an outrageous flex. He should have worn them all, that, but I guess you don't want to yeah. weaken it. Uh, and me? Or something. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Get that. That, that, whole, that, whole pre- that whole presentation, though, of like the 100th season was actually pretty good. It was really good. I thought Adam and Terry I mean, got a very loud cheer. Yeah, he did. I, I, I'm going to be like obnoxious, but I thought they should have separated Brady from that group of quarterbacks. That's what, I thought they were going to do Brady by himself. And he was gonna I did, like when they said, him. I thought they were going to be like, the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but like, but not limited to six times Super Bowl, three time MVP, like Tom Brady. Like that's what I thought they, they were gonna do. I, they wouldn't do that. I mean, even if he, even if he's well, the they, best, the other, they they did it with the coaches. They were like, and one whose name is the Lombardi, tr- like you know, and they're yeah. like, and one, and then they're like, and another's whose name is the iconic Green Bay Stadium. So I thought like, if you have that much of an impact, which Belichick and Brady have had as much impact on as anybody else has that like they would get some kind of nod for it i thought that was what was gonna happen but i thought yeah. the presentation was awesome it yeah, was cool it gave to, me chills i mean it's it's unbelievable to see a picture of joe montana brett Favre, brady manning like all those guys together because you'll you'll certainly never i don't know if you'll ever get a picture like that again like that is the basically the the best the game will ever be and the like i i hate to go back and be like oh like, give me autogram. Like, I don't want to go back and be like, oh, that, you know, he's the founder of the game. Like, the guys who really built football are Brett Favre, Roger Staubach, John Elway. Like, that's when football is real football. And that's, that, those are the best to do it. So, like, I don't, uh, who knows? It may be Lamar and Mahomes, however many years, but it'll never be like that again. Funny side note about that picture is three of them are wearing tennis shoes and it's, the three you would expect. It's very funny. Like Brett Favre was wearing like moccasins, nice jacket, all the suits, moccasins. Next, how about we do a NFL season re- uh, recap with winners and losers? Like, okay, so you don't have to have like season. a specific winners and losers, but obviously, I'm just going to throw out biggest loser of the season: Ravens, twelve Pro Bowl. I guess not the biggest. Absolutely. I guess the biggest would be the Bengals, but the the highest ceiling, yeah, or lowest, the lowest result. Bear, Bears are up there. Falcons. Browns. Ravens. 
Ravens had twelve. Your your AFC championship. Yeah, finalists. I give up. I give mine up. Were the, mine were the Ravens. Grant, had, or I mean, Jacobs was the uh, the Browns. The twelve Pro Bowler Ravens. The assistant head coach of the year with Greg Rowe. The head coach of the year with uh, John Harbaugh. The unanimous MVP. The or I said I said uh, Joe Harbaugh. Oh fuck. Um, why am I for, well, I've just mixed the the Harbaugh. Lamar here. Jackson. Lamar Jackson, MVP, all, all this. Go ahead. Zero playoff wins. I mean, that, how do you do that? It's, it's remarkable. With, Lam- with Ryan Tannehill's victory over Lamar Jackson, Ryan Tannehill had more playoff wins in this year than Lamar Jackson has had in his entire career. It's like, usually, that was such an anticlimactic way for like that. Because like the Ravens were like the top team like in the league for like all season. And usually mm-hmm. that team, like usually that team, makes it to the, at least the championship, like right. the Chiefs, like the Chiefs last year. But this team didn't even win a playoff game. That was it's amazing. The, the Titans just ran it down their throat. I'm actually sort of glad that the uh, Titans did not win the Super Bowl, so we could like I I can rest easy knowing that Mike Vrabel still has his genitalia. <laughs> he he didn't. I I believe that he said that he would off. He wouldn't. It, not, it wasn't like I'll cut he, it off if I win. If, he said like, he would cut it off for a victory. Yeah, he, but he then after they beat the after they beat Baltimore, he told Derrick Henry, "It's coming off. It's coming off." <laughs> it's probably a joke. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it is it, Mike Vrabel. It's, dude, it's Mike Vrabel, <laughs> and it is only a penis. I mean, what, what's the that? use for it anyway? Who even needs that? What is? What even is that? Yeah, that's why Caitlyn Jenner got rid of. Him. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, with the season, I'm kind of glad it's over. That was like probably just. I mean, you got you speak of it as a Patriots fan, but like just like boring all around. I felt like it was such a great was, build up and it's such a fun year at the beginning. For just an awful letdown. Beginning is like weeks like th- like for like the like. I'll say this: it was like underdog story with the Niners was really cool. Lamar was fun to watch. But every playoff game was like by double digits, I'm like two, which yeah, were like the we're, wild card Saints and Vikings, and Pats, Titans. Every playoff game was really boring. You felt yeah. like it was, you'd get like underdog victories, which is really cool, and you don't see a, a ton, but it was like the Titans just blowing out the Ravens, so it didn't matter. Yeah, I thought these games would be a lot closer. I thought that we had, we had a lot of, I thought we were going to have a lot of good uh, playoff games, especially in the NFC, but we didn't really get much. Right. Every okay, this is the. I think every team just kind of sucked it. Like other than the Chiefs, of course. But like, to Matt be Moore, honest, like every team was just kind of like un, under, like didn't underachieve. Titans, Titans overachieve. Patriots under. Like it just felt like every team was just kind of not that great. It, yeah, like, it felt this, like a sloppy year. It's sort everyone of was just year, kind of sloppy. It's sort of a year that reminds me of 2012, where every team's just not memorable whatsoever. Like it's not a memorable Patriots team. The Ravens that ended up winning, they weren't even memorable. The, it was before Manning set the record. Uh, no one was memorable in 2012. It's sort of just, yeah. Yeah, um, actually, I would actually get, for like, you said a loser, but for like a winner of the year, it would probably be the Titans for what they did. Titans for sure. Most, um, I think they overachieved as much. They had yeah. a great run. One of the winners for me is um, Kansas City. Um, oh, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. They did, they did one. have a nice tough season. One. They did have they did have a very good season. Bold um, one, very bold. Bold. Yeah. Um, Big if true. A real a real winner would be. Um. Okay, you just started that without even the, having the, an idea. The yeah. Cowboys for firing Jason Garrett. Uh, I mean, okay, Cowboys losers, for not making loser, the playoffs and having. Lo- Loser is bad. the Giants for hiring Joe Judge as their head coach. Yo, um, yo, yo! Freddie Kitchens as their so tight end coach, and Jason Garrett as their offensive coordinator. And the, they, in, the, like in our in our D line coach, wins, whatever his name is, wins. Brett Bielema. Yeah, yeah, Brett Bielema. Like that's like the, it's like the the Moron Avengers or something. Like it's just every like <laughs> every garbage coach from around the league on one team. Everyone who's just getting fired, and the Giants like. What are you guys doing? You're cutting all these guys? <laughs> oh, Brett, bring it over. Freddie, oh my God, you, we can get you. Jason Garrett. Yeah. And, and for our head coach, we'll have someone that was the wide receivers coach yeah. of the Patriots. 
<laughs> but like, what was what was the worst position on the best team? Wide receivers. That's our guy. Like that was the weird. I don't. I understand then, the also special team. They didn't coach, even but like Josh McDaniels. They could. They had one in place, but they didn't even do it. They're like, let's take the bet. The okay. So this is how they broke it down. They're like, okay, Maras, we need a head coach. Well. Who is one of the best teams? The Patriots. What's their worst part of their team? The wide receivers? Let's take the wide receivers, coach. Okay, we need an, uh, an offensive uh, coordinator. Who should we go for? Um, one of the worst coaches in the NFL, Jason Garrett. Oh, yeah, 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 that's good. Who um, can we get? Who can uh, we get Jason Garrett. To, who can we get to be our tight ends coach? You know, a, <laughs> a, a, a two-way position, uh, both in the run game and the passing. Oh, let's go for another very good coach. Freddie Kitchens. That's good. That he's there, I don't even know if he's ever coached the tight ends. And, he, co- he coached the running backs and then went then was the head coach because Cleveland managed. And then uh and then they're like, okay, now what's another important position? D line. Okay, who do we go? Let's take the worst coach on the Patriots. The guy, Let's who, take the the guy dude that was having philosophical the, differences. The guy Michael that, Bennett. The, the, the guy, guy who chased away forced, Mike Pennell and Michael the Bennett. The guy who chased away Mike Pennell and Michael Bennett. Yeah. Let's go for them. So weird. Like, what is going on in New York? That Who's making these decisions? Like, because that's awful. Dave Gettleman. That, that's and then awful. In the same sta- <laughs> and then in the same stadium, you got Adam Gase. <laughs> oh, who they, they did that whole thing backwards. And you want know, to talk about a loser is them – Get like getting the head coach, then firing the GM, or getting they went backwards. They went franchise quarterback, head coach, GM, fired the GM. So now the new GM that comes in has no power or or has no he had no influence on what the team even looks like. They've got Le'Veon Bell, who no one wants. They've got Sam Darnold, who sees ghosts. They've got Adam Gase, whose eyes aren't like in his still in his head. It, new MetLife. Burn it down. That cat ruined it. You want to talk about highlight of the season? MetLife cat. They were like good enough to be notable names, but bad enough to get fired. It's like there's obviously worse coaches out there, but they really just got it's. They're the they're like the mid team, like just the most mid. I hope they like make the playoffs just for like just so we can be like, what on earth? I think what they need to do is if they need a defensive coordinator, they should hire uh, Jeff Fisher. To be honest. Oh, I know, but Jeff no, Matt Patricia should not be put in that. <laughs> but we, the, the jury should still be out on Matt Patricia. We can't. All, I will say that the the Lions being um, what were they in points allowed this year? Uh, points against twenty sixth uh, with Matt Patricia as their head coach. Not a deal. Not ideal. No, Patricia is a system coach. You don't, don't coach. like to see that. Uh, like. Um, Jameis Winston, did, winner. Did big winner. How is Jameis a big winner? Wait, you, what about the Achilles? Didn't like Matt Patricia like tear his Achilles? LaFleur. Playing be- Matt LaFleur. Oh, oh yeah. Peter LaFleur. It was, yeah, it was LaFleur on the, on the cart for like the first games or like preseason or whatever, playing basketball, I believe it was. Yeah. No, I was playing Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was not playing basketball. Matt Patricia was also on an ATV for the freaking for like the first game or whatever. Oh, Matt Patricia was on something. I can't remember. I, I thought it was an Achilles, but I'll look it up. Uh, but Jameis, big winner, five, Mister Five Thousand, thirty for thirty. New England Patriots, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, while we're on it, Blake Bortles to New England. Let's yeah, if you. If you, if you, he did, he did have an Achilles injury. He did have an Achilles you, injury. Straight, so okay. it was Patricia. Straight away, Achilles. Straight away, they both did. Let I think. Brady walk and then have a three-way quarterback battle in the preseason of Blake Bortles, James Winston, and Cody Kessler. No, 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 no. We can, we can do better than Kessler. Rivers, I want Rivers. Oh, ah, uh, yes, bro. Yeah, get get Andrew Luck. <sighs> no, Andrew Luck's quarterbacks. No, he's not. Fu- Andrew Luck is the most boring guy. We want the most fun guys. Mah- Rivers, Mohamed Sanu. Mm, not that yeah. fun. Uh-huh. Hmm. That oh, fun. Kawhi Leonard. He's a fun guy. Don Terry Poe. Don oh, Terry yeah, Poe. Yeah. A bloated uh, Tim Tebow Vita, pass. Vita Vea. Who was it in Super Bowl 52? Nelson Aguilar or something who threw it? Or Jeffrey? Oh, it was um, 
Oh, it was um, it was the tight end that no one's ever heard of. Oh, Goddard? No, wait. Goddard? No, it was um Trey Burton. That, Trey Burton. It was the guy that went to Chicago. What do you mean no one's ever heard of? Well, I mean, I didn't care for him. I like Trey Burton. I didn't. Oh, yeah, illegal formation. <laughs> yeah. All right. So finally on the agenda uh, is XFL. Who are you guys okay, going to be so watching the XFL this, and who are your teams? I put this on the agenda because I want to get it on record before the XFL starts, which is this weekend. So the last one we'll have before the weekend. I think we need to claim XFL teams so we can yep. – ob- not like we have a ton of knowledge in there. It should be fun. I mean, you're a liar if you say you're not going to be in at least one week. I think everybody needs to, like, you know, try it out, give it a taste. Like we did with the AFL, was it the AFL? I see who. AAF. AAF. The F- uh, The AFL like folded in like. Yeah. The 60s. A- see, you need you have to have the L in, or it's it's not good. That was their that was their first. What do you guys the, have? The American the Associ- American Association of the Association of American Football. I don't even know what it was. Allegiant Alliance oh, of Alliance. America. That's what yeah. it was. Uh, so for the teams. Uh, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna look up the teams right now. I have. All I think I'm a free agent. Like uh, I'm gonna look you, them up. No, I thought you were a. So, um, well, okay. So you're I was a, a Ren- Dallas Renegades fan. Initially, I was like big on the Renegades, of course, because uh, they had a running back that went to the school that I attend. So and he got you know, cut. And, but he got cut. So uh, really, no reason to be a fan of that team anymore. I might just take them because why not? They've got a sick logo. Which one's the closest to Boston? It might They're be the New, New York. York. Yeah, New York uh, I don't know. Can't, yeah, I, don't know. I can't root for a New York team. I don't know if I can root for a New York. Unless, <laughs> unless, unless it's Grant rooting for Buffalo. Oh wait, wait, is there a Buffalo team? No. Oh, is but they're in New York. St. Louis. Wait, Washington. Memphis. No, San I got Francisco. A team. Yo, I got a team. There is no I, San Francisco team, bro. Yeah, there is San Francisco Demons. Bro, this team is called the Manix. It's the Memphis. Look, okay, this what XFL team. Team, are you, dude? I have no. There are eight teams. You're looking at the 2000. Oh, I am. You're, what a mistake that is. I was like, how have I not heard? Whatever. Th- oh what, yeah, I am. And now, note. now they show up as a soccer team. <laughs> side note: This okay. from the early 2000s, the Memphis Man Maniacs. Sorry, I said Maniacs. Maniacs. Their their logo was a Mike Myers mask. This is insane, <laughs> bro. Okay. What is oh it? Oh my god! I just, that's M A N I A S. Yeah, maniacs. It's it's legit. We oh, need yeah, to bring that back. Like two, the Birmingham Thunderbolts. Yeah, the that's, that's, that, that's that's kind of what I, was looking I have at. the uh the, all the eight teams here. I want to look at them. So wait, okay, you guys, I got it. So who are we looking at? Who we, I don't know who. XFL. We no one's taken my team. And I, I well, think, you're okay. So yeah, you've come out team? day one, Vipers. Fan. I've come out first, so. I'm, I'm, I'm very heavily a fan of former Patriots. Um, if you've listened really? to this podcast before, uh, that's just a known fact. Um, so originally, I found the team with most former Patriots, and that was the Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, and then currently, after the preseason and cut down day, the team with the most former Patriots is the St. Louis Battlehawks, with Taylor Heineke, Robert Nelson, and Steve. Bo, Bo Harness, Bo, Bo Harness. Um, I'm still sticking with the Tampa Bay Vipers. Here's um, what I'm gonna do: is I'm gonna this, stick. Is, this is why they have two players. Uh, well, they have Aaron Murray, uh, Grant's favorite, second mm-hmm. favorite school to root for his quarterback, Quinton Flowers, um, Vinny Testaverde Jr., whose dad was on the Patriots, um, Martez Ivy, who go his, go. It, it is rumored that he Don't. would join the podcast. Rumored for that he like may join, join. But like make an yeah, appearance. He, make an appearance. Join. He's he an didn't say member. no. He, he didn't, didn't say, say no. no, but he might have, might not have said maybe. Um, I might join and, the Vipers gang. And then no, no, you, you have to. You no, can't. you can't take no, my no, no, team. No, no, that's not how it works. Why? Why do we have a different? I just like the name. You can't just take the Vipers. That's just not my. And then you also because we gotta put stakes on that. You what? can't take Seattle because that's Matt's team. So Matt's not here. Matt's choosing Seattle unless okay. he makes another decision. Look, um, and gonna... secondly, the Vipers also have Ryan Davis. And if you've listened to the podcast before, Ryan Davis is goat. another another goat for the podcast. Uh, when we didn't even know his name at first, um, so Call, shout out to Ryan, Ryan Grant. 
Yeah, Ryan Grant. Shout out to okay. Ryan Davis and Martez. Uh, XML champions 2020, baby. Wait, so which teams so, have been taken? Which teams have been taken? Okay, so I didn't know I'm we were going to stick the game. Matt, stick. Has been ta- Matt has taken the Dragons, and I've taken the Vipers. I'm sticking God with the Renegades. God knows what Jake's. The re- Renegades. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the Renegades. I'm just... I just went on Bovada and looked at the future's odds to win a championship and the Renegades <laughs> plus 300. So I'm going to stick with them. Grant, you know the former Patriots that are Renegades? On what? On the Renegades? On the Renegades. Uh, so Marquise Flowers got drafted, but respectfully declined. Ref- to the end. Ref- <laughs> uh, I know I'm going to pick. I want to pick the They have the Christian Kuntz. I really hope I'm mispronouncing that wrong. Um, K-U-N-T-Z. Um, Christian Kuntz. Nuts. Nuns. We're going with Kuntz. Um, not a family-friendly podcast. Not a family-friendly <laughs> <laughs> We got the explicit uh, tag. We got the explicit yes, tag again. Um, I'm get sorry every bang for a buck on that. that. Miss, Mrs. Cunts, I'm sorry if you're listening. We can get him on the pod um, to discuss. <laughs> yeah, and then also Willie Beavers, which is a great name. Will he or won't he Beavers? And yeah, that's yeah. my dumb pun of the day. Renegades. Jacob, you got to pick a team. Renegades. Uh, DC go, Defenders? Yeah, I'll go with DC Defenders just because... You look like I a don't... DC Defender. You know who's on the DC Defenders? Who? Scooby Wright the third. No. Yep. Oof. And and brace yourself for it. Ready? Nick Brissett. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my guy. All right. Well, so I mean, that's probably has to be my second team. I, I I stand Nick Brissett hard. I have I think a towel of him from the preseason this year hanging up in my basement. I certainly but, won't be watching. A lot of XFL games in the last year. No. But I will check back in in the playoffs, and <laughs> we, will, we will crown a winner. And so I think the Renegades thing is like raise hell, so like raise, raise hell or whatever. I mean, it, it's good to watch football. I mean, football is football. It'll, yeah. It'll, it, hopefully it'll be more fun than two weeks. Hopefully it'll be like it'll help the offseason go by a little faster. That, that's all I'm really asking for. Right. I'm excited to see all the new rules because that'll that too. Be- that too. The talent level in this league also is already <laughs> better than the um, AAF. the A A F or whatever. I, enjoy- I will I say Trent, AAF, Trent Richardson in the A was awesome. I, enjoy- I enjoyed the A A F for as long. I watched as it and I was like, "Oh, this is sick!" And then it folded in like week six. Yeah. Well, everyone on on day one of the A A F was like, "This is amazing." And then by week two, no one was watching, and it folded. <laughs> they were just not paying for like they weren't paying their players. They had no health benefits. That was one of the the thirty the thirty for thirty on that's going to be crazy. Every Twitter user, but like it really will be when when they come out and they do the whole like you know like the fire festival documentary. All the like it's going to be like that. Like what happened with the A? The, the book is closed on the 2019 season. It was a forgettable one. Definitely did, doesn't have a lot of memories. Certainly probably won't remember it if the Patriots win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, that's really all there is to say. Hopefully we we have a great offseason and the XF and go Renegades. Adios. 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 Renegades.